Welcome to Painting Corners, your weekly podcast for all things baseball. Now, here are your hosts, Austin Hartsfield and Dave Kwiatkowski. Episode 2 of the Offseason Overview. Jeff Wilson of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram steps in the batter's box to talk all things Texas Rangers with us. Top to bottom, free agents, the rotation, the lineup, upcoming prospects, and pretty much anything to do with this team. Just a heads up, this was recorded about a month ago. We didn't have the news on Mathis, Chirinas, or even Woodyard, so just keep that in mind while listening. All the other news is up to date, and enjoy it. We are going over the Texas Rangers, the... Uh, interesting team that they are down there. They've had some really good years and recently some really bad years, some great players and some not so memorable players. We're going to start off with catchers. There's currently four under contract, but I don't see any of them making the future. What do you think is the plan for catcher long-term for the Rangers? Well, uh, long, long-term, uh, I, I think uh, Jose Trevino is the guy. I mean, that's That's me personally. Uh, he's a defensive wizard. He's won the uh, he won't win it this year, but he won the past two minor league gold gloves for for you know at that catcher. I mean he, he's really really good behind the plate. He even came up for a uh, a little weekend in a pinch uh, this season, and, and he did okay. Um, I I think that you know, if, if defense is what you want from the catching position, which it is, uh, oh, yeah. he's gonna, he's going to be the guy. Well, that's good. I, I agree. I think the, I think there's two specific positions in baseball that you can throw away the offensive category. It's center field and and it's it's behind the plate. I think that they're both, you know, you need a good defenseman there. And I think that a guy like him with Fitz, he's I think 26 years old, if I remember. Jose Trevino. Uh, yeah, yeah. Trevino's in his mid 20s. Yeah, he went to yeah. uh, he went to Oral Roberts and um, he was an infielder there. So yeah, it's taken a little while, but he's. He's pretty good. Yeah, yeah so he's just got to get his bat in shape. Yeah, yeah. And, and like that will come. You can teach that. And even if it doesn't, a very good defensive catcher, hard to come by. You look how important it is in the playoffs this year. And, you know, he'll he'll be on a big contract. He'll be on the team for the next two years. Then his So that makes sense. I'm assuming the other guys are just kind of filler guys from now. And, you know, that's okay. So you need that on a team that's rebuilding. Isaiah kiner Falefa, they're trying to uh, transition him to catcher. He's got a lot of work to do, in, in, in my opinion. And then um, – you had a couple other guys who are, I think, in, in, in class day, so they're a few years away. But um, I, I, I think, like I said, I just I look at Trevino's defense and and um, how hard he works, and I, I think that the bat's going to come around enough to to where um, he won't be a liability. He'll be able to catch and and, and uh, be a. I mean, I, I don't want to say a force, but be a pretty pretty steady guy for the pitching staff to throw to he's gonna be in my opinion what jason castro when healthy is in minnesota he's just a wall behind the plate and he's gonna hit every now and then but that's what you need honestly whether it's guys like sandy leone not everybody's gonna be joe mauer or buster posey i mean those guys are once in a generation players right and then you, you, the, the two guys you cited they, they just don't last very long so exactly uh you know you know take, take, take what you can get all right, so let's move to first base. There's actually only one first baseman under contract, and that's Ronald Guzman. Uh, he's under team control, and he, they have control of him for the next four, maybe even more than that years. What's your opinions on Guzman, and does it need? do the Rangers need to get another first baseman, which I don't think they do. I think Guzman's just fine, and he's only going to get better with age. 
Yeah, I think uh, he's going to be under control for a while. Uh, I think he's not probably five more years. But um, yeah, I, I think they'll get a. I think they'll go get a, a right-handed hitting first baseman, um, someone they can, you know, against a tough lefty, put in the mix, give give Guzman a break. Cause, yeah, he he didn't have a great offensive season in hitting pretty uh I, I don't even think he got about 240 uh to, to finish the year but he showed more power than he's ever shown before and uh the, the key for him is he can't he can't be monkeying around with the swing he apparently this year did a lot of a lot of that when he when he got in a rut and tried to change stuff you don't you don't change you you believe in what got you to the major leagues and uh what got him to the major leagues was hitting the ball gap to gap and and uh, not changing so uh, I think that's a good learning experience for him I mean, this is a developing player he's 23 um, big guy really good defensively so I think that, that you know the Rangers uh, they didn't stumble onto him but in this uh, developmental season as they call it uh, his his development was pretty key yeah I mean Guzman you really hit the nail on the head there I mean he's got he's got a good OPS click and I mean like you said he kind of messed with his swing this year he a little bit of a mental case there, but you know he gets back on track. He 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 can hit twenty home runs for you. Can walk a little bit, and you know in today's modern day MLB, that type of thing will definitely work. You know he's the, he's the guy under great uh, another great contract, five more years, like we said. A guy that's under a could be great contract would be Odor. Now Odor's your second baseman for the foreseeable future. He's under contract for a while. You bought him out through his arbitration year, so he's under contract till he's. 29 years old and it's a club option then is this the guy that is going to be the face of the franchise for the next six years or is he going to be trade bait is he going to fizzle out was that a one and done year i think if you if you take away his first two months of the season the the rangers are really encouraged by what he did and um you know 2015 or 2017 was a disaster um, it was it was on the heels of him signing that contract extension so uh there was a lot a lot of pressure. I don't know if pressure is the right word on him, but uh, something something didn't uh, something didn't work last yeah, season, and, and, it, and it carried over to this season. And um, but he got to figure it out. I think I, you know he he wasn't great, but um, he he was a lot better. And the Rangers needed to see that. They absolutely needed to see that. He had a home run off the Red Sox that hasn't landed yet this year. Uh, I think it was like four hundred and sixty uh-huh. feet, four hundred and seventy feet. And it was just, you know, the flick of the wrist, he had it. I mean, he hits for pop. He got his average up over 250, was great. He had a little Joey Gallo issue last year when he was hitting nothing but hit 30 home runs. So, you know, you kind of take out the good and the bad. But I personally think he'll turn it around. I think I'll have a better year next year. And he's going to be the face of that franchise for a while. And he fits into that window where your prospects are coming up. you got a ton of outfield prospects. So you need the middle infielders and think that we're the future. And it's nice to see that Texas is going to let it ride out. Yeah, they don't have a choice. They're not going to be able to trade the contract. So no, not not yet, right? I mean, obviously yeah. later on. Well, I mean, I mean if, they, if they're going to trade, it'd be now. But I mean, it gets it gets pretty big numbers. And um, anyway, he he just he just had to be better, and he was. That's that's the key to the whole thing. All right, we'll get yeah. to we'll get to Elvis here in a second because I mean. Elvis isn't going anywhere, really. I mean, the guy's under contract through 2022, unless they, he, unless he's going to get traded, which I don't personally see it. If it was, if he was going to be traded, I thought it was going to be this year when, whenever John Daniels was kind of, I thought was going to clean house, didn't really until the Bannister move. But what's going to happen with Jerks and Profar? Is Jerks and Profar going to get steady playing time this year, 
or what exactly is the plan? Well, I mean, he had he had over 500 bats this year, so I mean, he he played. He he was basically was an everyday player. He just didn't really have one position until Beltre got hurt and and Profar played third. So, I, I, yeah, I mean, he played shortstop when Elvis was hurt early, but um, you know, Elvis is going to be back. He can opt out of his contract, but he's not going to do that because no team's going to give him 15 million a year, and the, the, the teams that that you know would be able to do that, they. Uh, they already have short stops. So um, if Beltre retires, then, then Profar is going to be the guy uh, at third. I, and it's, you know, he hit 20 home runs this season, uh, drove, drove in 80. Um, with, you know, his average wasn't great, but he had a pretty, pretty good eye at the play. I think he was third on the team in walks. So uh, he, he showed a, a really good, uh, really good offensive season for him. Uh, the defense, is, he's got to clean up the throwing. He, he committed 25 errors and most of them were throwing errors so uh, he's got something to work on but you know this is this is the season the Rangers have kind of been waiting for all these years through the injuries and whatnot so uh it, he, he has a future on the team there, there's no doubt about it I mean we could honestly skip third base unless Beltre comes back I mean Profar is going to be playing third base kind of falafel we've already yeah. talked about I absolutely love Isaiah I think he's phenomenal, and I think he could honestly play anywhere that they need him to, whether it's a Ben Zobrist role where he's playing everywhere in the infield. But he's, like, we're Red Sox fans, so Blake Swihart comes to mind because he can catch, too, is the thing. He's the super utility that baseball has kind of evolved into. Yeah, you're right. And um, um, he... I don't. I don't think he was on their radar. He was. He's on the forty-man roster because they didn't want to lose him in the Rule Five draft. But you know, this year he was supposed to spend the whole season at, at AAA and catch. And um, Odor got hurt, and, and uh, you know, so they needed a second baseman. And Tanner Falefa was on the forty, and, and there you go. And the rest is history. I. I, I really. Um, he's solid defensively. He's not going to hurt you there. He. He, he can. He can play everywhere he didn't play first base but I, i'd imagine he could handle that just fine uh he says he's played the outfield in the minors he's willing to do that in the majors i mean he's, he's the guy that you want on your team you know he's willing to do anything and um so yeah that's great but i i i think there, there are going to be some some questions with his bat uh at least from from a power perspective um and, and I, I, again, I still think that the defense is uh, catcher's a little too far away to to anoint him as a future starter or anything. He's, he still has work, work to do there. But I think he showed this year he's a major leaguer and that um, he, he's got a, he's got a, a spot locked up on the team. I don't know if this is just me, but I think the Rangers might have too many outfielders. They, they need to they need to trade somebody. I mean, uh, that that's that's the problem. They've got. Um, They've got four left-handed hitting corner outfielders, so somebody's got to go. Um, they got to figure out what they're going to do in center. I, I think I think the center fielder should be uh, Shields. I know he had a bad offensive year, but uh, I think you can trace a lot of that to the second game when he broke his hand at bone and then he rushed back. It, it was never the same for him. So I, I think the offseason is going to serve him well. He's their best defensive outfielder. Um, it's it's he's really if you look at the, the defensive metrics he's he's an elite center fielder and you know um if you went up the middle uh the, this is a guy that's gotta gotta be on your team he helps get outs especially because the corner outfielders um aren't great you know you, yeah. you give him 
Mazzara. He's not a very good defensive player. Chu, if he's still on the team, uh, is not a good defensive player. And um, Willie Calhoun is just just really rough. It's a mess. Uh, Willie's a mess. (laughs) I think that, uh, um, you know, yeah, I think Gallo is, is, I don't think the metrics uh, serve him, do him justice defensively. I think for a a big guy, uh, he does a lot and he's got a big arm. So uh, I think I think that he is a, a a good enough outfielder to play every day and not hurt you too bad, especially if you have a good center fielder. But yeah, something's got to happen. Um, you know, I you know Chu, you would think would would be the guy they would try to trade, but that contract, you know, he's, yeah. he's owed uh, forty two million the next two years. That's going to be hard to move. I don't know that they want to eat a lot, and I don't necessarily know that they need to trade him. Uh, I. I just think that um, maybe Mazar is the guy who gets traded. He's young. He's got control. Um, he's got he's got some upside still that I don't think he's realized offensively. He he was on his way this year, got hurt. Uh, so uh, we'll we'll see what happens there. But um, this is a it's a it has the outfield has potential. And then, and then if you look at the minor leagues, their their top three position player prospects are all center fielders. So. Um, there, there's good stuff on the way. It's it's two or three years away probably, but um, the the Rangers aren't aren't hurting for outfielders. In fact, in fact, I think they 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 definitely have too many. Yeah, I I would say they have a little too many. And I mean, the team is set on the middle infield. I mean, the infield I think is set regardless if it's good or bad. I think Guzman's gonna get a little bit better. Doors your guy for a while. You got Beltre if he comes back. Sure, Isaiah's gonna be everywhere. We talked about that. Andrews, uh, you know, Elvis is going to be there. He's on the contract for a while. No one's going to take that. No, you need even to move it. And then you're Profar, who can take over for Beltre and be the everyday guy there. The outfield, like you just kind of said, it's it's there, right? You have guys, you have big home run guys like a Gallo. And your top two prospects are outfielders. With that being said, you know, you hit the nail on the head there with the outfield. And, and I think we pretty much feel the same way. Austin is, you know, that's his other team is Texas. I mean, he lives down there and watches them a lot. But the one thing even from up here, you know, from a Red Sox fans perspective is the starting pitching is an absolute dumpster fire. Do you move some of these big prospects or even a guy, maybe not a Joey Gallo, but a Mazar and a prospect to go get a legitimate prospect starting pitcher somewhere down the line? Because, I mean, you look at who's on the contract. You got Mike Miner. Martin Perez, Doug Fister, I mean, and then you got guys like Cologne that was there, Colorado. You know, do you kind of hold on to these guys or and just kind of wait for a development or a draft, or do you go out and make a splash and go get somebody? Uh, well, I mean, this isn't going to be the offseason where they spend. I mean, uh, you look at mine. Minor- been more like for a trade. Like yeah, I'm- yeah, yeah. No, I think that's that's part of the reason why Mazzara might be. Uh, the most tradable of their corner outfielders. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they, they need to do something if, if, if for nothing else because the minor leaguers, their best minor league pitchers are an A-ball. So it, it, it's, it's a ways away. Um, but, uh, you know, Perez, Martin Perez, he probably won't be, they, they won't be picking up that option. Uh, I think he could come back at, at, a, at a lesser price. Um Fister, they're definitely not going to pick that. Maybe seven starts for him this year before he got hurt. Maybe ten starts, I don't remember. And then uh, uh, 
the rest is like, you know, you got a men, uh, Johan or Mendez is going to be out of options, but somebody that they've liked for a long time. Uh, Gerardo is not ready to, to be an outfielder or a, I'm sorry, a major league pitcher. Um, he, he was thrust in there just because they needed starters and they wanted to take a look at him. I think he'd be better served with time in the minors. So yeah, there, there are definite issues in the rotation. Uh, they're aware of that. They, they know they need help. Um, it's just a matter of, of how, how they're going to do it. I, I think they'll, they'll try to piece it together this year. I think they'll, they'll use the, the opener, um, when, when they can, uh, to, to help, help, get them through kind of save a little money that way and and uh, you know maybe give the the guys in the minors a chance to a little extra time to develop so uh the the rotation is going to be interesting to see how they try to put it together how what's the what do you think the earliest that we see taylor hearn uh probably all-star break um uh, you know he's uh he he showed well with the the Pirates. He, he pitched pretty well when he after he came over. He had one bad start that kind of skewed his, his numbers. Sounds like a good kid. The Rangers are giving him a chance to start. I know there's a lot of talk about him being a reliever, but the, the Rangers believe he can start. He believes he can start, and you know that's that was their biggest trade during the deadline trading trading Keone Kella for Hearn. And uh, he, you know it, if he's a great reliever, that's awesome. But you don't need great relievers right now. You need you need good young starting pitchers, and so they, they've got to they've got to exhaust that possibility before they they pull the plug and, and make him a closer a setup man. But um, I, I, he's the he's the closest to the majors uh, from from what the, their their own scouts say. So uh, give him give him some time in AAA, see how he does, um, and then and then bring him up. I mean, he might as well. You're gonna be you're gonna be out of it. You, you, there's maybe there's a chance you trade minor. Uh, at the deadline, if he can get you something good, so um, might as well, might as well get him up and, and see what's going to happen. I figure I figure by the 2020 All Star break, the Rangers will have Cole Wynn up, Hans Cruz up, Taylor Hearn up, obviously Taylor Hearn, and probably Jonathan Hernandez too. So it's not all bad, honestly. <laughs> no, it's not, and uh, I I don't I don't know if they're going to push the gas that much on Kraus. Um, 2020, or, or and definitely, I don't think they. I think they push it more on Kraus than Win at that point. Right. Um, I think I think Taylor, uh, Tyler Phillips, who had a great year in Low A, throws a lot of strikes, uh, can strike guys out. Uh, he was one of the youngest guys in the 2015 draft, so um, he's he's still young. You think, oh boy, he's however old he is, 20, and he's only in Low A, but he was drafted when he was like 17 and a half, so he had a lot of growing to do. And um, I, I think that uh, there, you know, he, he's probably uh, right there. You know, I, I would have said that um, Cole Reagan's would have been uh, maybe fast tracked, but then he had Tommy John surgery, so. Uh, you kind of kind of have to pull the brakes on him. Uh, another guy is Joe Palumbo, who came off Tommy John surgery and showed well uh, in his rehab starts, and, and, and coming back this year, he's another guy who I think could could uh, debut at some point after the All Star game. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, it's nice to see that they do have something in the system for pitching. The, the Rangers have been on the bad end of a few moves recently in the past, you know, few years, handful of years, but. And they're paying for that and retained salary and things like that. But, you know, I think the pitching is a few years away. But 
if they can piece together a few pitchers and have a few guys develop, they'll win a few games this year. They have the power, that's for sure. The team's loaded with, you know, pop, if you will. So, I mean, it's good to see that. It just seems as though the starting pitchers, you know, they really lack. But you mentioned the opener role they're going to use. Are you confident in the bullpen? Do you feel comfortable with it? Is that something that really needs to be improved? Where do you kind of sit on the bullpen? Uh, you know, they, they have some good young arms. Uh, Connor Sadzik throws it super hard. Um, he's a good kid. He, he showed okay. Uh, he he was the opener a couple times. Um, but it, it, it's not too dissimilar from... Uh, um, Kind of, kind of where everybody else is. Their best relievers are at the at the lower levels. I mean, uh, Jose Leclerc was one of the best relievers in baseball this year. Um, just kind of came out of nowhere. Ended up being the closer after Kell left. So there's a lot of a lot to feel good about with with Leclerc. Uh, but you know, beyond that, it's uh, it's guys that that have have come through the system in many cases. Uh, guys like Alex Claudio, who's kind of like a tricky lefty. Uh, change of pace guy doesn't doesn't break a plane of glass usually, but gets guys out. Um, CD Pelham's a young guy who, who I pitched four levels this year, so uh, there there are guys there who give reason for optimism for the bullpen. Big arms, something that the Rangers haven't had a lot of in the past. So uh, I mean, they, they always seem to walk a lot of guys, whether they have hard throwers or soft throwers. You might as well get hard throwers. You walk a lot of guys and the guys are just going to set it up there and you know maybe not get away with a mistake where or one of these young guys who have a big arm might yeah yeah I think nailed it <laughs> yeah i mean the, there's so many you know really pitchers that are under contract and obviously you're going to be throwing them out but like you said using the opener role that the rays kind of developed and came up with and just giving guys a shot because you might strike gold with one guy who is a great opener and that turns into your setup guy or your closer, and then, you know, you got something for the future. So, I mean, there's a ton of guys there. Like you said, CD moved up a lot this year, and, you know, you got guys. Uh, Jeffrey Springs is a guy that, that uh, did, did the opener stuff, and he can pitch multiple innings, and he, he showed pretty well. He had a couple he had a, he had a couple stinkers, but for a rookie, he, he uh, I think he showed quite a show, show, showed well and showed that he has a, a future with the team. Yeah, relief relief pitching, you really have no money wrapped up in it either. I mean, you have Matt Moore, who's on a $10 million club option. I don't know if they're going to pick that up. Uh, no, no chance. There you there go. You so no, no chance, chance there. And Martin's making 2.25, which is nothing, realistically. Everybody else is under team control or their first year of arbitration or just signing a team control contract. So in money aspects, you guys are looking great with pitching. You know, a lot, the contract's coming off the book next year for Perez and Fister and you know, all these relief pitchers that are young and can throw finally can, you know, put some gas up there and make guys swing and miss. They're under team control and arbitration. So it's really just starting pitching for this team. It's not as a big as a whole, I guess, as some people think. You know, even even Austin and I talk about all the time how the Rangers stunk this year, obviously. But they do have people. I think they just need the coaching, they need the development just to happen. And if it does, it's gonna they're gonna turn into a, a Phillies and an Atlanta where they're gonna surprise some people in a year or two. Yeah, this isn't the NBA, you know, or the NFL. Rookies, rookies don't play right, or you know, draft picks don't don't come in and revolutionize the team. <clears throat> like you know, the Mavericks here are hoping happens, or that's happened. You know, maybe maybe it happens with the Suns after they've drafted so high the last couple of years. But um, yeah, and, and 
it's, it, development's painstaking too. I mean, if you commit to it, <laughs> it it's 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 a couple year process at, at minimum. And the Rangers are going to be in their second year of it, and uh, you know, year one sucked, but uh, uh, year two is probably going to be a little bit friendlier. It, it has to be just because guys do have some experience under their belts now. Uh, but yeah, they're they're not going to be winning. 100 games they're gonna, they, they, they may not win 80 games but um and you touched on another thing they need a new manager they're in the process of doing that um so you know we'll, we'll see there, there's it's not a lost cause like the astros were uh, when they started this you know and and uh didn't, they didn't have position players ready or or pitchers so it's 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 better there it's better than what baltimore is going to be going through um the, probably better than the White Sox have been through. So um, it's just it's just going to take time. Unfortunately, it's it's the pitching, and and, and that's usually what, what takes the most time to develop. Is there any free agents that you can see the Rangers going out there and trying to get, or a certain position that is in dire need of it? Uh, well, I mean, besides the rotation, uh, I, I think they're set uh, position player-wise. Um I think that all they would be adding would be, uh, uh, like I said, maybe a right-handed hitting uh, corner first corner infielder slash first baseman. Uh, maybe a same same for the outfield. Uh, they're a little right-handed, uh, left-handed heavy heavy there. Um, so no, they're not. They don't need a, to sign Manny Machado, for instance, or or uh, Bryce Harper. I mean. <laughs> not that they would have a chance anyway, but um, that's what that's they, they just don't need to do that. It's it's with the pitching, and and maybe they could, you know, the, the way the, the Padres signed Hosmer, uh, kind of thinking that he's going to be a veteran piece once this team's once their team is ready to to go. Um, so maybe that happens. Maybe they find a guy late late before spring training who, who signs a little bit less and it's somebody that they can't pass up uh, from a pitching side. But I don't know. Uh, I don't know who's going to be out there. Uh, you know, everybody likes Patrick Corbin. Dallas Keuchel is going to be a free agent. And, you know, and people think that Kershaw, if he opts out for some reason, would, would come to the Rangers just because he's from Dallas. But uh, I, I don't see anything like that happening. I just don't. Thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to share it with your friends. Like, subscribe, share, and like strike three, we're out.